Well, hello and welcome to episode 11 of the DC United Kingdom podcast. And as always, I'm your host, James Graham. Um, in today's episode, I was supposed to actually have a guest on today, but unfortunately, due to illness, they've had to pull out in the last minute, so it is just me now. Um, so I will hope you will be able to send some well wishes to uh, DCU underscore soccer. Um, that's Kenny. And yeah, he was supposed to be my guest today, but I hope you do feel better soon. Uh, so this week's episode has obviously completely changed from what I was originally going to do. So let's uh, get into it. I start this podcast. So, first things first, the San Jose Earthquakes game. Um, yeah, I'll finish one one, and that was the most recent game since the last podcast. So let's let's go through it. Um, if you've not seen it, you've only got highlights. Well, this is kind of just going to give you the breakdown of what I think had happened anyway. So we started off quite brightly, I thought, and um, we had early chances straight from kickoff as well. One for Lucho Costa, which was a good start to have. Things looked bright. Uh, we had Segura having an attempt on goal, which was near, just went over the bar at the top right. And even Wayne Rooney, he had a lovely, cheeky lob attempt. And... It was only a matter of inches away from going in the god. If that had gone in, oh, that would have been just. I think that would have been the start of the uh, um, storm, really, for San Jose. But you know, so yeah. So we start off bright. It looks great, and then it suddenly went around again. So we allowed San o- San Jose to play that game, and you know, they just dictated everything. So. It just ended up being attack after attack after attack, it felt like. And then it ended up being uh, Wonder Watch uh, with his 151st goal. Um, Nick Lima, who was voted man of the match on MLSsoccer.com, he, who plays at left back, he managed to whip a ball in. Boom, boom, sat too deep. Robinson didn't pick Wonder up. Wondo planted the ball into the back of the net. Um, I do feel Hamid could have made a better attempt at making a save. Yeah, I think he was too focused on him being offside. Um, and as you know, we should always play to the whistle. And it just it just felt a horrible goal to concede. It just it just it smelled of DC of, of old. We need to change that and we need to get rid of those little really poor mistakes from our game. Um but yeah. It was just one of those first halves, really. Second half came around, and it was all change, which was great. We had many attacks. We had many attempts on goal. I think we finished the game on 15 and told to 17 that they had, I think it was. And we had many corners, and I think by the 52nd or 53rd minute, we had five corners in that half, which was just insane. Um, And we, we were looking lethal from the corners yet again. Uh, Rooney just finding Birnbaum time and again. And, yeah, we had one one corner which came in. It came off, I can't remember if it came off the bar or off the keeper. But it hit one of the San Jose, play, San Jose players blatantly in the arm. Obviously, other players were appealing massively for the handball and, and the penalty, which should have been given. But the uh, referee, as it always seems to be at the moment with DC United, 
um, decided to ignore it. And the referee had a poor performance all around. But back to that, well, the on-field ref had a poor performance and so did the VAR ref, who should have really been in his ear saying, you need to need to look at that because it was clear as day and, yeah, we should have had a penalty. Thankfully, though, that didn't um, matter too much because we ended up getting a goal. But before that... Um, we had one corner which was cleared out. I just want to mention this because this was a, an absolutely amazing attempt. You need to catch up on, on MLSsoccer.com or on the MLS app. And Moreno just absolutely fires his volley in from, what, 20, 22 yards out. And it was just unbelievable. Somehow the keeper made a great save. Um, then it falls to Lucho Costa. Did it fall to Lucho Costa? I can't remember. I think it might have done. Um, it might have been from another attempt, but Lucha Costum made got the keeper to make a fine save. Leo Hara was drilling him in from like 30 yards out, and the keeper was making the saves from that, even though it it, it shouldn't have been happening. Um, yeah, it was just good play all rounds from us. Um, eventually, though, we did find the net. Um, Leo Hara, as I just mentioned, was shooting from range. Um, it was played to Acosta, he had an attempt which was blocked. He forced Ahara, who's about 23, 24 yards out, cuts his ball into what looked like the bottom left-hand corner, keeper parries it. This is the one mistake the keeper made, and thankfully we managed to punish him for it. Because uh, it falls to Acosta, who just strokes it into the bottom left, with his, sorry, with his left foot into the bottom right-hand corner, and then goes and decides to celebrate with his family. That was beautiful. Um, something that we definitely deserved. Um, Referee, um, go back to back to him again. He was awful. He couldn't. He didn't control the game. Um, plays were going in too hard. It got to a point where bookings were coming out left, right, and center. And then towards the end of the game, he managed to somehow send someone off for two bookable offenses. That doesn't sound out of the not out of the ordinary. But when you find out that this player in question who got sent off. Didn't even have a booking. It, it just, oh, it was embarrassing. And then Rooney during the game was complaining to the linesman about how the ref wasn't putting the wall back by 10 yards. He was going like seven or eight yards. It's just, I just don't know how they've managed to get away with it. You've got all this technology, including the, v, the VAR ref, and you think, surely someone, they should be speaking to each other, saying, like, you're not doing it properly. It's not, it's not, I wouldn't care if you made a mistake, but they corrected it on the field of play. But to consistently do it, it's, well, yeah, it is just awful. So, and I'm surprised I've not seen anything from the Pro Referees Association about it. Um, maybe they've had enough of having uh, to send out the same old statements, but there we go. Um, one other thing about the uh, the game, and you know how I like to do my match predictions. I got this one right for once. Um, one one, and yeah, I might have to keep doing this. You know, keep getting them right. But the lottery on might win some money. Yeah, you never know. Um, and so yeah, so that that was pretty much it from the game. Um, it was a game cliche, but it was a game of two halves and. A draw on reflection is probably a fair result. Um, 
Yeah, I would say that. Um, let me know if you agree or disagree with that. Um, and that's that's it for the San Jose game. Let's uh, let's move on to the next bit. So the first half of the season um, is what we're going to talk about next. And yeah, we're, we're halfway through the season. Um, if you'd said to me that we were doing, had this many points at the start of the season, I'd have taken it. Um, I don't think it's a, it's been that bad. We've obviously played, we've played 17 times. We've won seven. We've only been defeated four times. That's, Yeah. If you said to me at the start of the season you'd only be beaten four times halfway through, yeah, I don't think many of us would be disappointed with that. However, the way we're playing at the moment, as I think, is something that we would all be unhappy with. It's twenty-one goal, uh, sorry, twenty-three goals in seventeen games isn't a great return. It's not worse than some of the teams like uh, Montreal Impact who've had 21 goals in tw- in 18 games. But yeah, it's we def- there's definite room for improvement. Let's put it that way. Um, home, we've won four. We've lost two and we've tied three times. So, And I was at one of those ties as well. So um, let's go through that. Uh, worst game for me was the game I was at. That was on my birthday at the uh, against Montreal Impact, nil nil. Um, yeah, that was boring, and it was a bit of a shame. But we didn't get defeated, uh, which is better than the last time that I saw them. And we've had some really good performances at home. We started off the season well, beating Atlanta, uh, beating RSL five five nil. Yeah, five nil. Um, so we know we can score many goals in the game, and RSL aren't. Aren't a bad team. I mean, they're seventh in the in the Western Conference, so they're not bad. Well, they've got nineteen points. Uh, so we, if we can beat those kind of teams that well, we should be doing it pretty much week in week out. I'm not saying we're going to be LAFC level uh, because they're just absolutely unreal at the moment. Uh, was that they're on thirty seven points from sixteen games? <laughs> 2.31 points per game. We're going to the, uh, the MLS table there. Yeah. Unbeaten at home. Are they the only... No, there's a couple of... There's a few teams who are unbeaten at home at the moment. Uh, NYCFC haven't been beaten, but they've only won twice. You've got uh, Seattle Sounders, who've won six times out of eight. Uh, Dynamo again, they've won six times out of nine. Tied three times. Um, and... That's it. Uh, you've got a team who haven't won at home at all this season, Portland Timbers, but they've only played once. Uh, that's You can't really go with that one. And they're currently second bottom in the Western. I reckon they might have a DC season, like last season, after being, what, how many games is that they've played? 10, 12 games on the road? That's, uh, that, that, that's similar to what we did last season. So... We need to keep an eye out for them. We've got um what else we got? So the away fixtures, we've uh, been beaten twice as well. So we've we've had a similar away season to the home season. 
And we've only played one less. So we've won three, lost two, and tied three times. And at home, we've won four, lost twice, tied three times. So it's very, very similar. So we're doing better away from home than we did last season already. That's good to see. Um, we need to improve the home, home performances. Uh, those three ties that we've had so far have been very bad ties. Um, it, the game against uh, San Jose. Was that at home? Yeah, it was at home. Sorry. Um, yeah, that, was a, that wasn't a great performance. The Montreal Impact game, that was a very poor performance. I'm trying to think who the other tie was against. Nope, it's escaped me. So that's something that we need to change around. We need to score more at home as well. And I think at the moment, because we're not scoring many goals and the way we're playing, we need a bit more flair up front. And obviously there's been a lot of transfer rooms in regards to Yami Lassad coming back to us. I'd, I want to see that happen. And I would imagine the majority of DC Night fans out there um, would, would like that. Let me know if you would, because I want to know. I would love to know who you think you would um, have in transferring, and who would you transfer out? Actually, um, what would you change to the team? Because um, I know there's some strong opinions out there um, about certain people, and would you transfer out? Would you transfer out Ben Olsen? Would you sack him? Would you get rid of Lucio Costa early? Um, who would you bring in to replace him? Um, who would you bring in to replace Ben Olsen if you were to get rid of him? Uh, these are all answers that uh, could potentially questions that could potentially happen. Actually, if we think about it, because the Lucio Costa situation still hasn't been resolved, and I'm surprised it hasn't yet. We're getting very close to the point where he can sign a pre contract agreement with foreign clubs. Um, I don't want to lose him on a free. I mean, I'm I'm resigned to losing him. I think he will leave the club at this either now or at the end of the season. But I'd rather lo- lose him now, so we can get replacements sorted out. And Yami Lassad would be that replacement. Um, but I would stick him out on the left now. Titi Rodriguez in the centre because I think he's better in the centre. Um, I would. That's who I would bring in. Um. I'm not entirely sure we would need too much else. Um, we've got fullbacks coming out of our rears now, um, thanks to a couple of them almost back from injury. I don't know how far away O'Neill Fisher is. Uh, we've got Chris Adoyachem finally back, which is great to see. We've got Hara, uh, not Hara. Uh, yeah, we, well, we have got Hara, and we've got uh, Mora due to come back soon as well. So we've got plenty of fullbacks. Uh, we've also got Akeem Ward as well. So five fullbacks there to fill two positions. I don't think we need any more of them. Centre-backs-wise, what we've we got, we've got. We've got Fred Berlant, we've got Steve Birnbaum, and we've got Donovan Pines. I'd probably want one more, if I'm honest. Because uh, if you've got one injury, who do you who do you put on the bench just in case? Tricky one. So... I'd have a new centre-back come in. Um, I'd have uh, Yami Lasat come in. I don't think we need too much else, if I'm honest. Um, I'd probably say another striker. 
um, just to push uh, Quincy and Wayne a little bit further, uh, make them work a bit harder. Um, and that's about it, really. I don't think we need. I don't think, like I say, I don't think we need much else in the way of transfers. Um, ben Olsen, I'd give him to the end of the season. If he can't do much this season, i.e., if somehow historically we didn't make the playoffs, I don't want to think about that. But if that happened, he'd need to go make the playoffs, and we don't make the Eastern Conference final at the minimum. I'd want him gone because um, then we're not showing any kind of progression under him. Um, he's been what the, night, the club nine years, and what has he got to show for it apart from a US Open Cup? Not a lot. So. Yeah, if he if he hasn't won anything, there's big big shouts for him to be gone. Um, I don't know who I would bring in to replace him right now. Uh, it's something I would have to have a good long hard think about, but it's a real possibility. Um, so, uh, prediction for the second half of the season. It's a tricky one because we've played seventeen games. There's not a huge amount left. There's what's uh, ooh. Well, that's a good question, actually. How many games have we got left? So, uh, 11, 22, three games. So, we'd have 16 games left, I think, roughly. <laughs> Here's a tricky one. I mean, if we've got the same again, so we've got another 27 points, I'll put us on 54. Um, would I be happy with that? I don't know. I'd want more, I think. I think we need to improve... Obviously, our home record, we're doing well away, so keep that. If we keep going with the away record, I'd be happy with that. The home record, I don't want to see us losing any more games, and I don't really want to see us time in too many games as well. So I'd want us to see us to be on a minimum of 63, I think, from the second half. So we've got, what, 16 games left. That puts us within a potential return of 48 points. So 48 points on top of what we got, 27. Max, we can get 75 points this season. If we can drop a maximum of 12 points throughout the rest of the season, or actually no, 10 points maximum, I'd be happy with that. So if we can finish on 65 points, that's... That's my prediction. I think we'll we can do that. We just need to show the same urgency that we do when we go down for the full ninety minutes. If we can do that, I don't see us having any problems going forward. And yeah, do you agree with that? Do you think we could get to sixty-five points? Do you want us to see us on more than that? Um, drop a comment. Um, and let me know what you think. Even drop me a DM if you don't want to put it in public. I'm happy with that. Uh, but I would love to hear your thoughts. And I would love to have a debate on it. Because I think a healthy debate is a good debate. Um, so what else we got coming up soon? So we've got we've done the first half. We've got the second half uh, coming up. Who's our next games though? We've got our next league game against Orlando City on the 26th of uh, June. Um, that's 26th June US time. It's actually in the 27th for me at 1am. Um, that's obviously a league game that is quite far away. We've also got um, 
who else we got? So we got the Philadelphia Union as well in the US Open Cup. Um, it's not something that I really take much notice of, um, the Open Cup. I don't know why. Um, I don't think it ever gets broadcast over here, so it's not something that I would really get exposed to. Let me know what you think of the US Open Cup because it's something that I want to know more about, I think. Um what do you guys, especially you guys in, uh, in the States, what do you think of the US Open Cup as a whole? Do you, Is it something that you'd like to see? Um, if it's something that you don't like to see, what would you change? If you do like it, what is it that you like about it? Um, again, drop me comments on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook with that. Um, the upcoming league game against Orlando is going to be a big one. It's our pride night. Um, something I'm really excited to see. Um as you know, if you listened in the last podcast, I had uh, Jim on, and he was talking about all the TFOs, all the merchandise and everything um, that we expect to see at the next game uh, against Orlando. Um, if you're there, if you can actually, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see DC United Kingdom there. Um, I don't know how that would happen. Um, if someone could make a sign, if, you, if you're listening, if you can make a DC United Kingdom sign, um, or if you want to use the logo um, and print it and have it on a sign or something like that, let me know. I'll send it over to you because that would be amazing. I would love to see that on TV. <laughs> that would be unreal. Um, what else have we got? Um, obviously, we've got the upcoming podcast, uh, which I'm actually really excited for. So um, I'm not going to do one next week. I'm going to take a week off. Um, just purely fine because there's not really much happening. Um, I'm going to wait until the, just before the Orlando game. And the reason for that is I've got, hopefully, a couple of guests lined up. Um, a couple of big guests, actually, so from Orlando. And I haven't told them that, so if you... Uh, well, I haven't told them each. I've asked them both, but um, if you're listening, both of you, um, what I want to do is do a debate. And what I want is someone from the DC camp to join me. Uh, so we'll have a two-on-two debate, hopefully. And that will be quite a... For me, I think that'll be quite an intriguing uh, type of episode. Um, it, let me know if you want to be in on this episode. Um, I will uh, allow anyone to come on. Um, just let me know. And give me your thoughts on why you think you should be on the podcast. And... Uh, to be honest, that's about it, actually, um, for this episode. I just want to say thank you for listening. Um, if you're new to listening, you've somehow randomly found this podcast um, and you're not following DC United Kingdom anywhere, here's where you can find us. So on Twitter, you can find us at DC United Kingdom. On Instagram, you can find us at DC United Kingdom FC. Facebook is the same, so that's DC United Kingdom FC on Facebook. And we're also on Patreon as well. Um, that's just to try and support the making of the podcasts. Um, you can find us at DC Night Kingdom on there as well. So I would absolutely appreciate your support on there. Um, I don't care what kind of support you give, just whatever you can help us support with, that would be absolutely fantastic. So until the next episode, Vamos United.